All righty, and uh, and we're on. Okay, welcome to uh, not the inaugural edition of KNC Sports, but uh, our first on 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 the FM stream, our first on on real radio. Uh, if you listened to us last year, um, we th- we thank you. We thank you for joining us this morning. Um, a little bit, a little bit later than expected, but uh, well, that's okay. My name is Kyle Jones. I am joined by the one and only Cole Tusing, the man himself. Cole, how are you doing today? I'm really looking forward. I've been waiting to this day for a long, long time, and I can't wait to be on the FM stream and get to KNC Sports Season 2. So we got a great show ahead of you, and let's get started. Yeah, definitely a definitely great show ahead. Um, we're going to talk about quite a few things. Um, we're going to have a, a quick little commercial break, of course, but after that, after that, we're going to run down a whole lot. Uh, I kind of want to talk about, uh, we, we have a fun one coming up called uh, What Did I Miss? Uh, it's a little segment we're going to be talking about um, what happened over the summer. Because obviously we didn't have a show over the summer. We were uh, we were at our respective areas of residence. I, I went home to my good old town of friends of Texas and Cole stayed up here in Missouri. So we're going to talk about that. But uh, let's kick things off let's get things rolling we'll be back after the break the research at the wellness resource center indicates that 80 percent of mu students have a negative opinion of people who litter during tailgating this is why mizzou has the best fans in america this public service announcement has been brought to you by the wellness resource center craft beer seller and kcou 88.1 fm and we're back quick little commercial break there so cool Let's let's start out with a little bit of what I miss. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little toss up. Uh, do you want to talk about the NBA first for what did I miss? Um, sure. Well, there's a lot to talk about. Um, there is. Um, so you want to do that, or do you want to do baseball? Um, uh, let's do NBA first. All right, we'll we'll do the NBA. So obviously, when we're talking about the NBA, um, we gotta we gotta talk about free agency. Of course. So, and obviously, if you're talking about NBA free agency, you have to talk about. LeBron. So, uh, so that's one of the topics. Yes. So, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about LeBron. All right. So, first thing about LeBron is, if you guys have not been keeping up the news, he is officially a Los Angeles Laker. And what do you think about the Lakers not being a playoff contention even with LeBron James? Um, I think that that's that's really riding off the Lakers. Um, yes, they are a young team. Besides LeBron. But big but they um they have LeBron, <laughs> uh, a, a man who like literally has never missed the playoffs, right? So like, yes, I'm aware that he's playing with a dumpster fire, but he literally took a dumpster fire to the NBA Finals last year. So the idea that even with LeBron. The Lakers are not a playoff contender. I think is a little bit rubbish. I think that's fair to say. So sticking with the Western Conference, we also have some news for your Houston Rockets. Oh yeah. Lamelo. Not Lamelo. I wish it was Lamelo. Sorry. Carmelo. What are your thoughts on that? Because I have my perspective on it, but I want to hear from you, the Houston fan. Listen, okay, so Carmelo Anthony is is a good basketball player. I will not lie about that. If we had signed him about five years ago, I would be really hyped about this, right? 
in his current state, he is not what this team needs. Um, I would have, I would have rather, you know, I would have rather traded a few guys for cap space and tried to lure LeBron. Obviously, that's a big ask, so I'm not like surprised that they didn't do that. But there's like other guys who are either available or could be lured away at a trade who are much better than Carmelo Anthony at this moment. Prime Carmelo, I, this this would be a different story. I'd be hyped. But um but he's he's no longer what he used to be. So do you think Houston's going to be as contended as they were? Because people argue if Chris Paul was not injured game sits the conference finals, they would have advanced to the NBA finals. Do you think a similar result or better result is going to happen with Carmelo Anthony? Or do you think it's going to be worse like it was in OKC last year? I don't know. See, it's not like Dwight Howard, where Dwight Howard, you know, came to the Rockets and we're all hyped. We're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Finally, we're going to go get, get another ring. And no, because Dwight Howard's, you know, toxic in the locker room. He's terrible for team chemistry. Um, I don't think Melo has that problem, you know? But, I, I, I say but, um, I do foresee some, some issues, uh, basically because he's too old. But um, you never know. He, he could wind up actually being pretty good. There's always hope for that. And do you want to talk about sticking with the Western Conference to DeMarcus Cousins, or do you just want to pass on that, get the rants out of the way? I'm just going to pass on Boogie. I don't want to be too mad. All right, fair enough. I don't want to be too mad this morning. Now, what about, speaking of Dwight Howard, there's one more thing I want to report. And what do you think about Dwight Howard going on a report saying this year he's going to merge his career like Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant? (laughs) (laughs) What? I I don't think I ever heard that. (laughs) You haven't? It was all over ESPN Sports Illustrated. Oh, my gosh. And if you guys aren't aware, there's one big problem with him saying he wants to merge his career, his career season like this with Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. You want to know the big problem with that? He doesn't have a shot. He sucks. He doesn't have a shot. He doesn't have a good free throw. He's so bad. Oh my gosh, he's so old and he just, he can't hit a shot to save his life and then you'd think, oh, you know, he can't hit a shot. Maybe you should be good at defense. No. He's like not good at that either. Like, that that came out last season. Like that—that's what was showcased by Dwight Howard. He didn't showcase that he's a—you know—he can still ball with the rest of us. No, he—he he showcased that he's trash. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I didn't read. I didn't read that. I—I I, I had no idea that that was even a thing. Ooh, wow! Thank you for the morning laugh. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, we're gonna—we're gonna talk about the draft for a little bit. Then we're gonna do another commercial break. So. Uh, Cole. Yes. What is your big draft thought? What is your uh, what is your gathering from the draft? Well, a few things. Number one, I it's definitely very obvious that Michael Porter Jr.'s injury scared a lot of teams, considering that he was a year ago the best player in the nation, and then he barely made it in the lottery. Well, yeah, that's very clear. Obviously, only playing two games or three games, I guess, and then in college ball four, if you count the exhibition. Uh, obviously, that didn't help. Um, 
Doncic had a few words to say about that. Well, yeah. I mean, fair enough to Luka Doncic. I mean, he's he's a Luka Doncic is a good player. I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, you know, there's always I, I feel like there's this stigma surrounding players coming over from the Euro League, and there really shouldn't be, because I mean, look at the big names. Dirk Dirk Nowitzki came over from Europe. Um, Porzingad, obviously. And now Doncic's coming over. There's a reason you go that high in the draft. It's not just because you're some phony. Let's just put it that way. That's true. What are your thoughts on the draft? <sighs> I think I think a lot of teams added what they needed. I think it's going to set up for a lot of young guys to go out and prove themselves. Um, I feel like it didn't have the hype of last year's draft, but... That may be because last year we were going through the whole uh, Lonzo Ball craze, and we had Lavar, you know, yakking all over, with, you know, whatever the heck he was saying. So I think you know, credit to Lavar Ball for hyping up a, a draft that you know, usually like the NBA draft. I feel like the NBA draft is so different from the NFL draft, right? Everyone, that is true. Everyone yeah. gets so hyped for the NFL draft. The NBA draft is more like the MLB draft where literally no one cares. But uh, one team I'm really looking forward to this year is Phoenix. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Phoenix is one of those teams that uh, is, is still kind of, in a way, rebuilding. Like, while they never really went away, they never formally said, hey, we suck, let's rebuild. They never got good, you know? But there's um, hope. There's Obviously, there's hope. And if, if, if you put the hope in the youth like they like they are right now, it could yield some good rewards. I could, I could foresee some good things happening for Phoenix. So we'll have to see. Uh, but we're going to take another short break. When we come back, uh, I think we're going to talk about baseball because baseball is great. Welcome to today's lottery drawing. And today's winning numbers are not yours, not yours, and another number that's not yours. And the final number is not yours. When it comes to having money, don't rely on luck. Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering it. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Welcome to Move Time Radio, presented by the Arthritis Foundation, where we say stop whatever you're doing, baby, and dance. Because movement is just one of the ways you can fight osteoarthritis pain. For more information, visit fightarthritispain.org. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council. Alrighty. Welcome back to KNC Sports, live here on KCOU 88.1 FM, online at KCOU.FM. And we're going to talk about baseball here. I'm Kyle Jones. I'm joined by Cole Tussing. Cole, uh, what are your, you and Kai, we're, we're, we're nearing the really, you know, thickest part of the MLB schedule, you know? So what are your, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, um, who can stop the Boston Red Sox? That's one thing I have to Say outright. Well, apparently last night it was Cleveland. They won five to four. But I, I definitely agree with you. The the Boston Red Sox just keep 
continuing to steamroll not only the AL East, but the entire AL in general. So uh, definitely looking to see how that works out. Now, my thought is, I, you obviously are more knowledgeable in baseball than I am, but to me, when I see Boston dominant as they are, I'm reminded of Cleveland last year in the regular season. Like, is Boston going to play in the playoffs like Cleveland did, or are they going to go the World Series like everyone's expecting? And see, that's that's still really a toss-up because, you know, in the end, Boston is a great team, and you would think that they, you know, being this dominant, there's there's not going to be much of another chance, right? The problem with that thought, though, is that they, like, you know, it, it all goes down to who they're matched up against. If they get matched up with a with a team from a different division that, like, potentially has their number, then, you know, you never know. Like, like say, the, you know, they're, they're probably winning the East at this point. It's, it's nine games out. You know, they're, they're, they're going to win. Um, so they'll probably, you know, they'll get the bye. Well, not the bye, necessarily. They'll play the wild card winner, um, which at this point, I'm going to make a bold prediction and say that the Oakland A's are going to win the AL wild card. So in that case, I think Boston steamrolls them. Which leaves Houston to play Cleveland, which I think my my Astros. I mean, this this may be playing a little bit of favorites, but I think as long as injuries aren't a problem, the Astros will just you know beat up on the Indians. So that leaves you know Red Sox and Astros in the ALCS, right? And I can't tell you who's going to win that. That's such a toss up, right? Because both these teams. Like, you know, the Astros have been going through a little bit of a slump lately. They're 2-8 in their last 10 games. But you have to remember that, like, half, you know, their, their entire core of their offense is injured. Right? So, I... Oh God, it's such a toss-up. Oh, I love baseball because of stuff like this. This is crazy. So, um... But we're, we're, we're just going to have to see how it works out. Uh... I think the division to watch is the AL West. Uh, Astros and Oakland currently tied at the top of that division, and Seattle's only three and a half back. I mean, honestly, like, it's crazy, you know? It's crazy. And if we're looking ahead to the playoffs, uh, you also have to look at the other side within the NL and the fact that are the Cubs going to secure the NL Central or are they going to get bought out? I think they've got it. They're, they're, they're three games ahead of Milwaukee. Uh, the Brew Crew's been four and six in the, in the last ten. They're going through a little bit of a slump. I think the Cubs can start to pull away at this point. Um, let's check. I'm just going to look at the Cubs' schedule. I want to see their, their winnable games. Because, you know, obviously it's, a, it's about winning the ones you know you can win and hopefully squeaking out the ones you don't think you can. Uh, so let's see. Today's the 21st. They're playing in Detroit. That's they, they can win that. So they can probably snag a two-gamer off the Tigers, and they head back to Wrigley for a four-game series against the Reds. Honestly, they could. Um, I could almost see a four-game sweep of the Reds. That the Reds are so bad this year. Um, but yeah, 
more moral of the story, I, I think that the Cubbies had it. I think they're probably going to advance. Uh, in terms of playoffs, that's another story. I'm not entirely sure how deep in the playoffs the Cubs will go. Atlanta is looking really, really good this year. I think it all depends on who you're matched up against. Exactly. Because Once again, because like Atlanta's really good. If St. Louis can come and nab that last log card spot in the NL, I don't think they can. I think the Brew Crew has them that on that. But maybe. So we, we could potentially see the Cardinals make it in there. The Rockies are underrated. They're they're pretty good still. Um, man, that, the NL is so the NL is so good this year. You know, it's absolutely all, it's so great. Especially like the NL East, where like even the Mets, who are fifteen games off of first, like they've been getting better lately. Like I don't know if you saw. I think it was. I think it was. Like twenty four to two, they beat the Phillies. Like what in the world? Like the Mets, the Mets have sucked all year. And then they pull that out. It's like where where did that come from? Um. So there's that. And speaking of baseball news, and looking at the postseason and everything, the Orioles are not in playoff contention. Yep, the Orioles are out. Um, and then. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that we have some some residents here in Columbia. Who are who are royal fans? Just you know, given the territory, they're four games out of being eliminated. So, you know, time to time to straighten yourself up there. Um, and then the 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 Toronto Blue Jays are six games out. So we're starting to we're getting into that thick part of the year where the postseason is starting to really iron itself out, and I cannot wait. Uh, so let's let's just do big big um, preseason projections right now. I'm gonna say mine first, and you can say yours, Cole. So for the AL, I think that the Red Sox are gonna win the East. I think that the Indians are gonna win the Central, and I think that the Astros are going to win the West. And then I think it's going to be Yankees, Oakland, in the Wild Card. And I think I think I think I think. That the Yankees will take that. So, what is your thoughts on that, my good sir? You said the AL is your wild card is Yankees, Yankees, Oakland, and I think that the Yanks will take it. Okay. Let's see. For me, I'm gonna say the AL wild card is gonna be. The Yankees and the Mariners. I think the Yankees are going to take it. You think the Mariners are going to recoup that three point five deficit? I do. All righty, that's that's. I mean, fair fair enough. Um, they they beat the Astros last night. Astros have been just playing like trash. Um, <clears throat> but but that is. I mean, it's a fair bet. So let's let's move over to the NL. I think. Um, Braves are going to take the East. Cubs are going to take the Central. And I think that the Rockies, I think the Rockies are going to take the West. 
wild card, I think, will be between the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and the L.A. Dodgers. I think that Arizona, interestingly enough, will flip from first in the West to third by the end of the season. The Dodgers will recoup their two-game deficit. I have no changes on that prediction. I like that prediction. All right, so we are agreed. Good to know. So we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about our main event. Uh, Obviously, we, we go to the University of Missouri, so let's talk quite a bit about the University of Missouri. What are you doing on this deserted road? Some guys from school drove out here and we're going to start fooling around with drugs. When I told them all drugs do is mess up your head and get you in a lot of trouble, they kicked me out of the van and drove off. You're right not to get involved in the drug scene. Nobody with any sense wants any part of it. How do I get home? That's no problem at all. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. They attack our trench. We attack their trench. And then to keep the score even... They will attack our trench once again. Trench foot occurs when feet are wet for long periods of time. Trench foot causes feet to hurt, swell, and feel heavy. Protect your feet, clean and dry your feet, wear clean, dry socks, and soak affected feet in warm water for five minutes. Elevate bare feet when sleeping. Seek medical attention right away if you suspect someone has trench foot. I got the trench! And welcome back to KNC Sports, live here on KCOU 88.1 FM, online at KCOU.FM. What a great morning it has been. Cole, let us talk, finally, about Mizzou. And we'll start, of course, with the main event, Mizzou football. Um, and let's let's just talk about basic predictions. Um, what do you think is going to be the storyline for this season? Well, many storylines. Uh, number one, with Drew Locke having 40-1 to 1 odds to win the Heisman, are those odds going to go up, or are they going to be like Sam Darnold and USC where midway through the season he falls out of Heisman running? That's my main story. I like that one. I think definitely the main story is going to probably surround Drew Locke, especially in his last year here at Mizzou. He's got that, you know, Heisman contention going for him. Had a great year last year with that touchdown record that he broke. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's really that's the big line. Um, another thing is maybe uh, can can the Tigers, you know, make a dent in the SEC East? I know last year we didn't. Last year Mizzou really did not perform. To expectations. Well, actually, they did perform to expectations. We all knew that they weren't going to be that good, but um, I think they just they didn't perform really at all against SEC East teams. I mean, when you lose to Kentucky, that's that's a problem, you know. That's another huge storyline. Is people argue when you went on that sits game win streak? It was against people who had losing records. So yeah, it's now like, like are you able to win against? actual teams like half, right. half of those teams were had either fired or were about to fire their coaches like honestly there's just, the, the tigers beat up on nobody teams from the from the sec east which 
you could argue that that's what most of the SEC East is. There's not really all that good talent. I mean, there's there's Georgia. There's South Carolina on a good year. Um, and, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, Florida used to be a thing, but that's that's dead and gone. You know, so so that you know. Congrats on beating the crud out of crummy teams. You know, it's not going to really get you anywhere. But uh, hopefully they can do better this year. They have an interesting schedule, you know. It's not like, um, oh, man, excuse me. Not like last year where they had that random break in the middle of the season where they went off and played UConn, right? Like, that was a free win. No, this season... uh. We're gonna, they're going to start off against Tennessee Martin, uh, and you can catch that game uh, live here on on KCOU 88.1 on September 1st. You can, uh, I'll be I'll be calling that game. I'll be one of the members of that broadcast crew. So uh, definitely excited about that. Um, but then, so so they're going the Tigers play three of those non conference games in a row: so, you know, Tennessee Martin, Wyoming, and Purdue. Um, I, I can kind of predict that the Tigers are going to steamroll UT Martin and then they'll probably steamroll Wyoming. That's just, that's just a theory. Okay. So, um, do you want to finish the rest of the season? Yeah, and I'll do I, my I, predictions? Guess I'll, okay. I guess I'll finish the season. So, so I think they'll, they'll, they'll steamroll those first two games. You know, that's, that's kind of... You know, in lieu of playing in lieu of playing FCS schools, we're going to play. Well, actually, I think technically UT Martin is an FCS school, but uh, in lieu of playing an FCS school for our second game, I think that the Tigers, you know, will beat the crud out of Wyoming because you know it's Wyoming. But um, then, then we then the Tigers move on to play Purdue, and this is where I think the problems arise because Purdue smacked the Tigers at. Home last year. Now they've got to play them in Indiana. It's not going to be pretty. Um, I I don't see this. I don't see this turning out well for the Tigers. It's just gonna be ugly. You know, I don't think it'll be a blowout. Actually, it might be. They blew us out last year. Yeah, no, the, the, the Tigers Tigers are dead. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. But then they play Georgia at home. And and that that game was crazy. Do you remember that last year, Cole? That was insane. I was in studio for that game. Yeah, and and they like they went down to Athens, Georgia, a place that I I, I once considered going to school, um, and <clears throat> they played really well. And that was almost even though that was a loss, it was almost like a kind of mini turning point for the season. You remember that? It was a mini W because we contended with Georgia. F- I mean, the Tigers contended for Georgia for the first half. It was back and forth. Yeah, it was crazy. I think this year uh, they're coming in. Uh, the Bulldogs are coming into Faroe. I think, ah, God, it's not going to be a win for Mizzou. It's not. But it's going to be even closer than last year. I think it'll be like maybe a seven-point win for the Bulldogs. Um, if Drew Locke goes off, if Drew Locke really has this Heisman quarterback season thing that everyone's talking about that I'm really not buying into, um, then maybe, <laughs> just maybe we could win. I, I pray. I pray that the Tigers can pull off a miracle 
against a Georgia team, they'll probably at that point in the year be like number five of the nation. All right, next team. Uh, South Carolina. Uh, that was that was embarrassing last year, but that was that was all their own fault. That was all the Tigers' own fault. Uh, they're playing in South Carolina this year, but I think I think the Tigers. I actually think they're going to win it. I think that they're going to um, they're going to make up for the terrible way they played last season. Um, Biggest game of the schedule. Yeah, sure. Um, getting getting blown out in Tuscaloosa by the best team in the nation. What a wonderful way to live. Yeah, Alabama in Alabama against Alabama will be a win for Alabama. It will be ugly. You always hate seeing SEC schools destroy the morale and hope of other SEC schools, but it's going to happen. It's Alabama. Missouri is nowhere close to that level yet. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. It's going to be it's going to be sad. It's going to be just really really sad. But take all those tears and wipe them off your eyes because uh, the Tigers will follow that up with a game against Memphis. Good old Memphis. Um, what do you think about that one, Cole? The homecoming game against Memphis. Do you think that we'll be out of our depth, or do you think we'll be fine? Uh, Cole? Uh, with Memphis? Yeah. I... I think that game is going to be a turnaround, a win game for the Tigers, but I would like to get your thoughts. Well, do you, so, so I think I think it's this game against Memphis, although it's not even an SEC game, I think it's huge, right? Um, they'll probably, you know, honestly, if we're being realistic, they'll have just lost three games in a row, right? They'll lose to Georgia. Odds are, in Columbia, South Carolina, they're going to lose to USC. And then, obviously, they're going to just get bulldozed by Alabama. But, but, they can win against Memphis. That's something we can definitely do. And then after that, it's Kentucky in in Columbia, which I think could be another win. So that would basically serve as the Tigers' first SEC win of the season. And then you could almost, if if they look good, you know, if they, if they only drop those games against Georgia, Alabama, and, and South Carolina by, like, small amounts of points, or even if they beat South Carolina or, like, you know, you know, God, God shines his light upon us here in Columbia, Missouri, and they actually beat Georgia. Goodness, that'd be insane. But uh, if they do that, right? Odds are you could almost say that they'd win out, right? After, after Memphis, because it's Kentucky. If they can beat Kentucky, that was like the, that was the one team out of all these four that they lost to last season, right? They beat Florida, uh, they beat Vandy, they beat Tennessee, and they beat Arkansas last season, right? I'll beat the Arkansas game as a nail-biter. I honestly believe if they can beat Kentucky, they're going to win out. We'll have to see. Uh, but if they do that, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wins for the Tigers if they win out after Memphis. So your prediction is eight wins for the Tigers this year? I, I'm, I'm, so, yeah, I'm predicting eight wins. They had, uh, they had what, set six last year? Seven. Seven. They had seven last year. Um, I think they're going to one up themselves and get eight. I think the Tigers are going to go nine and three this year. Who, 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 what's the extra team they beat? Okay, so let's go down the list again. So UT Martin mm-hmm. is going to be a W for the Tigers. Yep. Wyoming a yep. W for the Tigers. Yep. 
Purdue, like you said, Purdue has always had the Tigers number. I believe Purdue is 7-0 or 8-0 against Mizzou. Yeah, so bad. that's a 2-1. Georgia, I think, is going to be a W. Because I can't definitively say that. I want it to happen. I can't definitively say that. Because look at how we how the Tigers played last year. How it was number four Georgia sits and zero going into Athens and Drew Locke was slaying back and forth to Alberto back and forth twenty seven zero fourteen zero fourteen four twenty eight twenty eight. So yes, they did lose on the second half, but that was with the running core of Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. Not those two guys are out, and you're playing Faro and if. Once again, if the Heisman talk is true with Drew Locke and if the defense is able to get set and the Derek Dooley is able to do something, Drew Locke, maybe. Oh, God, I, I just I can't I can't agree with you on that because it's just uh, it's such a pipe dream. But maybe, maybe we'll, right. we'll, we'll keep the hopes up. We'll keep the faith. And then you got the bye week. Then you got South Carolina, which I think is another W for Mizzou if. So Everything you, goes right because you think once that one's again, winnable? yes, because you are right that last year it was the Tigers' fault. Last year, after the first quarter, they just gave up. Right. Alabama, I think, is an L unless yeah, once again God shines his light or something on Columbia. <laughs> Memphis, I think, is going to be another W. Yeah, better be. Kentucky is going to be a W here in Faro. Florida, I think, is a loss. You're, you, you're thinking we're going to lose in the swamp. Yes, that, I do. That's understandable because it's the swamp. The only thing that I say against that is that we blew them out last year. But I mean, that was, was with, once again, with the second half with the SEC East after firing their coach. So they had I no mean, momentum. Yeah, they had no but rhythm. Like, but, like, what are they doing to better themselves? Like, who's their new coach? Dan Mullen? I mean, yeah, okay, he's good. But... But I just don't see them getting off the ground quick enough. I mean, did they get any big recruiting classes? No. Is it, you know... I mean, they had the second best SEC recruiting class in the nation. Okay, yeah, but like, you know... But then again, a lot of the recruits are uh, jailed. And and they usually usually get a good recruiting class because Florida is one of those good football states, you know? True. Like, look at at the University of Miami. Miami's great football school. Um, but so 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 continue on. Do you so you think we're gonna you think the Tigers are gonna lose in the swamp? Yes. And then win against Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Arkansas. Yeah. So that would uh, put the Tigers in a bowl game. What yes. bowl what bowl game do you want to see the Tigers play in this year? A rematch of the Texas Bowl would be interesting, but... That'd be fun, but it won't happen. No. Um, once again, it just depends on how our predictions are right. Like, are the Tigers going to have a repeat 7-5? Are they going to be 8-4 like you're saying? Or are they going to be 9-3 like I'm predicting? Because that's different calibers of a bowl game. It really is, yeah. 9-3. 9-3 could honestly get the Tigers into the SEC East Championship. Like, in, into the SEC Championship. Which... They probably won't beat Bama in the SEC championship, but it'd be nice to be there, at least. You know? Right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, we're going to take one more break. Actually, no, we're not. We're going we're gonna to wrap things up because I want to wrap things up because it's 8.50 and 
that means it's only 10 minutes before the next people get in. So, let's wrap up with uh, one more little run of what I miss. Biggest moment of the summer that, uh, you know, sports-wise, that we didn't get to talk about here on the show. The World Cup. Obviously. And what was your thoughts on that? You can continue. <laughs> I, I am this. I am the soccer guy on this on this show. But that yes, is okay. Yes, yes, you are. Um, goodness gracious, England showed up. What in the world? Um, that's not supposed to happen. Uh, on the other hand, Germany didn't show up. Uh, you know, you know, cur- curse the curse the Germany. Uh, that what, what in the world? Was uh, what, what, What's your problem? Um, and yeah, but. You know, props on France after after Germany got knocked out. I kind I kind of you know, I knew France would win. I wanted England to win after Germany got knocked out, but then France won. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So there's that. Um, anything else, Cole, besides that World Cup that that you think we might have missed that we that you want to talk about? Let's see. What about sticking to? The college football situation, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. The Urban Meyer situation is going to get finalized tomorrow. Oh, so this what is... are your thoughts on that? Okay, so I don't want to make any assumptions. I don't want to sound like a jerk. I think if, you know, this this really it all depends on if Urban Meyer really did know. Um... If he did, obviously he needs to be fired. It, it needs to be the end of Urban Meyer. It that you know that this kind not not the exact same thing, but the uh, the whole cover up aspect. I, I mentioned this on Twitter. Follow me, uh, KY Jones seventeen. Um, I mentioned this on Twitter a, a little while ago. When Joe Paterno got caught covering up um, for Sandusky, he got fired. His legacy was ruined, right? I think that the same, you know, while it might be a different crime, it's, you know, still A, a crime and still in, in just terrible situation. I think that if it comes out that Urban really did know, I think he kind of did. That's just kind of what I'm getting out of, that he knew. Um, that he needs to be gone, you know. And we'll see the end of Urban Meyer, you know. And as someone who's never been a very big fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes, I hope, I hope that they can, you know, find a way to be a change, you know? Find a way to let everyone know that they don't think this is right, that they want things to change. Because, oh my goodness. Like, if you if you read about the details of all the stuff that went down, it's it's ugly. It's, like, really bad. I don't want to talk about the details because that's just how bad they are. Like, it's... Ugh, it's bad. That's understandable. Yeah. But, but, I think, I think Urban Meyer's gone. Well, that's just, that's the moral of the story. I think, I think Urban Meyer's gone. Which, I mean... I think it's fair to say. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, it'll be the end of an era at Ohio State. They'll never have the same amount of success they had then. So, when you talk about the success of Ohio State, we're talking about a team who... Two years ago, stuck into the playoffs was over Penn State. And now last year, they got beat out by Alabama in the playoff contention. Now this year? With Urban gone, they're not going to make it. They might still be ranked. 
because you know it's the same players, just different coach. In the end, it's it's just you know that's not gonna happen. And it's okay. It's what they deserve. When you have people in your program that do bad things, uh, it's you know you you deserve to be docked for that. You know it sucks for the students who had nothing to do with it. You know obviously this is this is a situation where you know thank goodness um, there were no athletes, there were no students who were involved in this. You know I, I I'm. You know, thank thankfully this. You know, it, it sucks that it happened, but thankfully it was only you know a very isolated incident, and there it wasn't you know like you know I, I hate to, you know I hate to go back to you know something else. You know, thankfully it wasn't like say the the incidents at Baylor or at Penn State where there was a whole lot of victims. You know, or you know another thing that happened though was in the Larry Nasser case. You know, thankfully it wasn't something. Like that, where there's just so many victims, you know? Like, you hate seeing that. But I, I think, you know, in terms of sports, in terms of record, Ohio State's never going to be as good as they were with Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer's going to be gone after tomorrow. So, keeping with the college ball situation, do you, so with two years in a row that arguably the committee has failed at predicting the four best teams in the nation, I feel they should, but I want to get your thoughts. Do you think they should increase the amount of teams in the college ball playoff than four? Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's so many good teams that deserve to have that kind of playoff spot. Um, as to how many, I think maybe eight's good for now. Have maybe two seasons with eight. And if you still feel that there are great teams that are missing out, then expand it to 16. The, the problem... You know, it's not even a problem, um, because what, what what can happen is like, you know, it, it, if you expand to sixteen, that's that's basically three, four, four more. It's four more games for uh, for each for the teams that advance, right? Which that's that's almost you know, that's a quarter of the season. So that is you know crazy, but they don't call it postseason for nothing. Um. It's all about health at this point, right? You don't want the season going too long because all those kids get hurt. It sucks. Um, but at the same time, like, if we're in a spot where great teams are still missing out, deserved teams still aren't making the college football playoff, then you need to expand the field. I feel like they should expand the field, and I think Sits is a good start. And like you're saying, if I think Sits is too small and you still feel that teams are being missed out yeah, eight. then maybe advanced eight well no i, I think i think you st- so what you could do now that now, now you're saying now you're saying six do six right do six teams top two teams get a buy the number one That's ranked fair. team the number two ranked team get a buy right so last year it would have been clemson and oklahoma would have gotten a buy exactly exactly and then they play the then they play the winner of uh then they play the winner of um Three versus six and four versus five. Let's see. Three was Georgia, four was Bama, five Ohio State, and six, I think, was USC. Oh, I thought it was Sparty. I don't think Sparty was anywhere near. It was okay. I know they were close. Um, and seven was Auburn. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but that could work. Anyway, so we, uh, Cole and I just fixed the college football playoff. Um, we don't have much more time, but uh, we, we, we blessed you with that. So uh, go go to your nearest go to your nearest congressman, tell him to lobby the, the NCAA to change that. Um, but anyway, 
It's been great spending our first morning with you. Um, I've enjoyed it. I'm sure, Cole, you've enjoyed it. Absolutely. All righty. So without further ado, I've been Kyle Jones. He's been Cole Tusing. You've been listening to KNC Sports live on KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, online at kcou.fm. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you back next week, same time, same place. Uh, make sure to tune in. Um, and without further ado, uh, have a good day.